Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage. And as we all know, rates are coming down. And we've talked about refinances. But I really want to really get dig deeper into it to find out what other things we can do besides just saving money by dropping that certain number, couple of percent and consolidating. I really want to break it down. So one, rates are coming down. We've talked about it in previous podcasts. We talked about the negative rates in Denmark and Germany and Japan and many other countries. So that must signify there must be a slowdown globally. And I guess if you, uh, you catch a cold, you, get, you sneeze, you catch a cold. So good possibility we have that in store for us. So do we just go to savings or do we switch gears and look at reducing the term? That is really a great question. You know, for someone like me in my 57 years of age, you know, I'm not looking at saving money. I'm looking at getting it paid off as quickly as possible. So if I can drop the interest rate, drop the term, and maybe have the same payment that can keep me on track for retirement of having my home paid off. I think there's some real value there. You know, rates are coming down. And, and you know, we used to have to look at the certain programs that were being available. Can we tailor make our refinance just to a 10, 15, or 30 year? So you'd be paying on it for five years and you, from a 30, you'd have 25 years left on it. And then you go back to a 30 year term. Well, I think we can tailor make it exactly to what you need. It's kind of like when you go out to dinner and you're asking for this and that to be on your meal, to subtract this, not to have that, but to have this or whatever the case may be. But you can actually have a term of you know, 21 years, 22 years. You might have a term of 19 years. So that's really, really important to know about the term. It's now with the, we were working with a lender, an investor that we have, that you can specify, specify the, the term. So if you've been in that 30-year loan and you're you know, in the 4% range and you get down to next year in 2020, we're in the twos, you may be able to drop it to a 17-year term and have the same payment. So I want you to think about that. I'm thinking about going debt-free, and I understand about the interest expense that you get, and you can write it off, and it's for your taxes, but I don't know. I like it, but to me, nothing like having a home free and clear, and that's where my mind is kind of geared towards. So not only can you tailor make the term of your loan, but let's say, you know, I'm just going to – make up a rate. Say the rates are at 3.6, but really to make your payment the same that you want for 22 years at 3.612, you can tell or make the rate. So there's some real advantages in today's market 
about tailor making your next refi. And I really think that that's really important that I think that with the drop in the rates, let's drop the term. Let's go faster and get this thing paid off. Let's get rid of it. Let's be done with it. You know, because when you do a 30 year loan and you pay the interest, you know, the interest, obviously your principal goes very minimal on a 30 year term. I mean, they drop, you know, very small amount. And I always encourage people, and we've talked about that. If you have a thousand dollar principal and interest payment, if you were to make $83 extra a month, you would pay it off in 22.5 years. It's like one full extra payment a year. But now we got a situation where a curveball's been thrown to us and rates are coming down and they're not going up. So how can we tailor make the drop in the rates, lesser term, specific interest rate to one to get that payment the same and shorten the term and possibly get some cash out. So those are things. So, you know, number four, my topic is what about the interest rate? Well, you know, you have rates that normally go 4%, four and an eighth, four and three eighths, four and a half, 4.6. Well, we have it now where we can really zero into where maybe that rate is 4.1225 or 1.37. That gets you that payment. And you know, after doing this for so many years, actually over 30 years, I've really found out that what people are looking for is a payment. They're looking for a payment that's all inclusive at a certain number, whether it be $2,000 a month, $1,500 a month, $1,200. Remember on our purchase, we're, we're specifying that payment to the purchase price. Now we're looking at refinancing, and what we're going to think about doing is shortening the term or doing whatever else we can. So that may specifically mandate a loan term, meaning 21 years in a specific rate to make it happen. So those are the options you have available. Pretty cool. So like I really encourage if you don't have to and you're in great shape, don't lose the five years or whatever years you paid on it. Let's look at saving some money. And I think there's some stuff there. Now, what about debt consolidation? That's a different animal. So on a debt consolidation, we talked about in a previous podcast on delinquencies, we talked about $15 trillion of equity out there. Well, that means every one of you have got equity in your homes pretty much. And so what are we doing? Are we going to get the rates really low? If we get really low, low rates, is it worth consolidating your credit card debt getting everything done that you need to in terms of paying off uh, debt that you have, whether it be auto loans, debt consolidation of credit cards. And yeah, I've done it where, you know, they've got student loans on kids and they co-signed and they graduate and they don't have a job. So they're refinancing to pay off the student loans to lessen the debt, lessen a loan for the child and get out of their responsibility of having to deal with it. So there's some real things there to think about on your debt consolidation. Does it make sense? What are we achieving and accomplishing? Well, with the drop in rates, you know, you may also be getting rid of monthly PMI. You may be consolidating your credit cards, a student loan, and a car loan that may give you the same payment, which is making things affordable as we may be heading into a, a bit of a recession. Maybe getting your ducks in a row, making your payments the same of what you're comfortable with. Maybe you bought the home and 
you know, things all multiplied and accrued up with debts of credit cards, student loans, car loans, installment loans. And maybe it's a perfect opportunity to do a major consolidation for the unknown of the economy and, and maybe a slowdown, maybe getting your house in order and getting everything under a payment that you're uh, used to now without all the other debt. So you really got to look at the debt consolidation to see what makes sense. And I'm not talking about doing a HELOC or a SEC, and there's no tax deduction on that. And basically, it's a variable rate. Or if you do get a fixed rate on a HELOC, SEC, and whatever you want to call it, you know those rates are significantly higher. So it might be in the best interest. I also have people talking about if the rates really go down to like a super low level that we've never seen before coming up within the next 12 months, they're talking about taking the 80% cash out and they're sitting on a very low, low, low interest rate. We're also going to get that money that they can invest in, whether it be in other businesses or maybe buying another rental property or things of that nature. So if that really comes down to fruition and we see this global slowdown and we see ourselves going down to next to nothing in terms of rates in the next 12 months as everyone else has a negative rate. And by the way, someone asked me what a negative rate was. Well, a negative rate is if you, you have 100000 in the bank and you have negative rates, you're kind of paying them to keep the money. So maybe you got to pay them $100 a year to keep your hundred grand there. That's what a negative rate is. So you understand where we're going. And obviously, you got all the rest of the world that have negative, And guess where they're taking their money and everything? Uh, to us, our country. Mm-hmm. So that's what they have going on. So how long it lasts, I don't know. So we talked about kids' loans due for payment. You know, in addition to the home, you might be a perfect opportunity where your family's growing, but you got your tax base already set up. You don't want to sell your home to buy another home. So maybe a room addition. Maybe that's the perfect opportunity to add that bathroom or a bedroom or possibly a pool with that $15 trillion of equity that we've accumulated over time. So I think there's some real good things there. And so what are the benefits of it all in one loan versus paying everyone else? Well, in one loan, it's all interest deductible if you meet the certain expectations. So talk to your CPA on what you are uh, able to do. I know you have to meet a threshold of a certain dollar number to be able to itemize and deduct. But I tell you, having everything under one roof is not a bad idea. And that may be simpler for you. So then if you get the itemization, you're saving X amount of dollars. Well, maybe you can take those X amount of dollars and pay it towards the mortgage to pay it down quicker. I just think that it leaves a lot. You you have it. It's a savings account. You have accumulated. We have gone through a decade from 09 to 19 where we have price appreciation has escalated. And I'm not saying everybody, but most everyone has built a value. You got 15 trillion, so someone's got to have some equity. And you know, obviously, there's a there's a side that everybody wants to pay it off, but there's a side of uncertainty and a side of maybe things have happened that you haven't anticipated, uh, whether it be medical bills or something happening with a family member or an accumulation of debt because of this or that. And you know, it's just part of a season. And maybe the season is refinancing to consolidate the debt and get the house in order to prepare for you know a possible storm ahead. So I think those are valid points, and I just think those are the things that you have to look at. And you know, you have some people that rates are dropped; they may go to a ten-year loan, just get it done. So you have things there. It's just not a straight refi anymore. It's what makes sense. Let's think it through. Let's be a team. 
you know, all you have to do is email me. Go to my website at www.didiamortgage.com or on this podcast. I'm sure they have it where you can email me. Email me your scenario. I want you to know if I'm not saving you money or doing something right, I won't do it. You're not going to get me to do a loan because I need to make money. I'll make money if it makes sense to do a loan. But if it doesn't make a loan, we're not doing it. And I'll advise you not to do it. So are you making the right move? Well, you know, you're in your situation. And we all have what they call stuff. And we all have lots of stuff. But I think it's worth a phone call. And I always tell you, you, you really want to deal with mortgage professionals that have your back. Not the ones that, you know, you, you got your, you had your checking and savings account and that's your bank. I don't know if you realize it, but you deal with a different department. It's not like you, you may be dealing with that particular institution and you may have your banking relationship and you may have a considerable amount of money, but I can't tell you how many people have gotten peed off because they fell out of the box. So it has nothing to do with your relationship and you have you get a mortgage through another venue besides your institution. They have all online banking and have the payments taken out and what you want. It's all there. It may not be that one name, but you do have it and you have the opportunity. So I think that in this day and age, you know, with uncertainty and with, uh, we talked about a slowdown. I think that you need to really reach out. And just pick someone's brain. And that could be my brain. Give your family members. But I think you need to start being a think tank group. And that's what I've done towards my business on the loans that I do. And when I interact and I'm making a decision, I always want to get feedback from other people to see what makes the most sense. So I'm opening Pandora's box saying you've got equity, most probably have equity in your home. So are we going to consolidate debt? Increase our loan amount so that we are surviving and we had situations take place? Are we in a situation where we want to reduce the term and make the same payments and get on track on getting our homes paid off early? So these are all the variables and they need to be discussed. And I think when you see rates dropping, everyone's like, oh, the rates are dropping. I'm, I'm just going to jump on the wagon without fully understanding your whole stuff. And does your stuff make sense of what you're doing? How should we branch it off? Is there things that could be better for you? And by the way, you know, we see rates that are falling and, and they seem to be going in that path for the, well, for the future. So what is it going to be? At what rate is it going to make sense? And that's a phone call or an email. You may find out the rate where it's at today is not cutting it. But at the rate of half a percent less is your home run to do what you want to do with that refinance of which I've talked about in my whole series on this podcast today. So it may make sense, but you need to find out where it makes sense. I just emailed out, not emailed, I just sent out podcast to all of my uh, customers, uh, my past customers, and I'm getting calls left and right. And, you know, like I've got one to call me the other day and they want to buy investment property. And we talked about they got all kinds of equity in their home. And if we can keep the same rate and grab some equity, maybe we can pay cash for a couple of homes. Maybe we can have the down payment uh, for an investment property at 20% down and get two or three homes by using the equity in the home. If the rates are going to be that darn cheap, why wouldn't we take advantage of it with 
low interest rate, low payments, low debt servicing to maybe make your deal and your future more profitable. And, and those are things that I wanted to share today. And I think that there are benefits and we just have to find out what those benefits are. So really the title of this podcast was Taylor Making Your Refi. So again, Taylor Making is specifically telling you what number of years, what specific rate, whether it go on like to 4.1125 or 21 years, will it do to make it work for you? And so that's what it is. And, and really the debt consolidation might be a lifeline. It may be a situation to where things got out of control for whatever reason. And this is a good way to keep the payments the same, but getting rid of everything. And so that may be the course you have to take. So those are things that we look at. Or just trying to pay off your mortgage, which I'm all excited about. And I think getting that mortgage down, because you know, when you do that 30-year loan, it's what, 95% interest, 5% principal. And as you just keep paying it, it slowly moves, slowly moves, unless you're making additional payments. But you get down to that low rate, lower term, and you just watch the principal come right off your mortgage. And so I just think that you got such an incredible opportunity to maybe get a 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year term, and you're like paying next to nothing in interest and all of its principal whacking your home off. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope it's been helpful about talking about the breakdown as well on a refi, whether it be the, and I'm being repetitive because there's parts to this refinance podcast. It's, are we reducing term? Are we saving money? Are we consolidating? Are we doing all three? So those are the things that I want you to keep in mind. And I, I hope it's, it's, it's been a quick series, but a good series on refinancing. And I'm really concentrating more and more on it because it's really going really to be out there. And you've got everyone that's marketing you. As soon as you pull the credit and you're working, let's say, with Didier at Didier Mortgage, man, they all get the hit. They're calling you. Everyone's trying to get the deal. You've got all the big tech companies calling you, trying to get you to go. You have all the banks trying to refinance you. And are they really, are they really looking for your best interest? Or are they just trying to make a buck to do numbers? Are they really wanting to understand? Did you understand? Did they really want to understand your situation and understand what might be the best solution for you besides just an interest rate drop? You know pretty much you want to do but you kind of want to tailor make it more specific to just maybe a debt consolidation shorter term. Can we encompass and can we get all of it done? And that's what I have for you today. You know, I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage and I'm buying Florida. And I want you to go check out my website at www.ddamortgage.com and go to my videos. It's a wealth of information. And I tell you, I just love educating and I love teaching you. And I like you being on board with me. And I just, that's what I want to do. I just want to teach you to make you know, to be prepared. And that's what we have to do. We don't want to be sold, be sold a bill of goods. And you know, with the Dodd-Frank bill, they put a lot of great things into place. You know, you can't have the negative AMs. 
You can't have a prepayment penalty on a primary residence. And you know, those things that are in there are great. And even though we send the CDs over and over again, I, I think it's okay. You know, are they right? Not really. They don't really give you the proper credits, but it's just keeping you informed. So I, I think things have been put in place to protect you, the borrower. But now we're coming up to a situation where you have something of value and you have an opportunity to strengthen your position in today's environment. And what are we going to do to strengthen it? So I think you got a real blessing coming up with these rates coming down. And, you know, we're at 3.875, and I think there's opportunity for me. I do. And as I rapidly pay down the mortgage, I'm looking at shortening the term. I, I want to get it down. If I can drop a couple of percent, well, that's significant. And that's more money to go towards your principal. And that's where I think our mindset's got to be. It's got to be what are we doing to get ourselves for retirement? And are we getting ourselves in that situation to where our house is free and clear, you're retiring, maybe it's a reverse mortgage, maybe it's the money where you're buying an RV and you put the rest into annuity. You have an opportunity, not only besides your 401k, not only besides your annuities, your checking, your savings, but the equity that you've accomplished by the growth in value on your home. There's a lot there. So I hope I've been helpful. Check me out. Look at my website. And you know, you're always welcome to email me. Email me. I look forward to your questions. If it's going to help you, I'm in. Didier, buying Florida. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.